Well, uh, Ben, first of all, thanks for taking time for this conversation. And uh, I'm personally excited to join another Freight Waves event. Thankful to Craig and the team for asking me uh, to present here. Um, and equally thankful for those that are watching from home or from their office if they're lucky enough to be back. And look, I think the goal of this conversation, it's timely. It's what has been the impact of COVID on the freight tech and transportation logistics tech market? And how and where is the market going to shift given the dynamics that are changing in the supply chain this past seven months or so? Um, before we start, Ben, I think and hope it will be helpful for folks to appreciate your background and what you bring to the table here in terms of experience in the sector. Um, I'll just tee up a little bit and give you a moment or two to introduce yourself, but you're a growth equity investor at Susquehanna Growth Equity. Uh, you have been associated with assets like Global Trans, uh, the spin-off and then sale of 10.4, uh, the investment in Ma uh, Macropoint, and then ultimate sale to Descartes, and now you're in Best Pass. Um, I'm sure I'm missing some others, but if you wanted to give a moment or two on yourself where you fit in the ecosystem, I think that would help people as they uh, understand how and where you're coming at the sector. Uh, thanks, and uh, really appreciate folks at, uh, you and the folks at, at, at uh, Freightways for having, having me on. Um, like you said, I'm a partner at Susquehanna Growth Equity. We are investors in growth stage technology companies. So it's companies with between five and 75 of revenues, um, all software and technology companies serving enterprise uh, and markets. I lead our supply chain practice. We spend a lot of time thinking about the freight world, broadly speaking, not just in a pure software, but in payments and other technology-enabled uh, uh, ways. Uh, we have invested in this company that you mentioned, Dave. We also have a company called B-Stock uh, Solutions, which is serving more broadly in the supply chain uh, in the retail, uh, retail marketplace for overstock inventory. Um, and then we've gotten involved in a number of supply chain planning solutions as well. So we think about supply chain pretty broadly as a firm and uh, really uh, excited to excited to be here today. Um, and, and for everyone's benefit, uh, my background is on the investment banking side of the world. I lead the transportation, supply chain, and logistics uh, technology practice at DC Advisory. Uh, we are purely advisory side, so we're not a venture capitalist or a private equity group. Um, so we, we work with intermediary, you know, we're an intermediary that would work with folks like Ben or your company, perhaps if you're watching. Um, my background includes working with clients uh, like DriveWise, truckstop.com, um, Macropoint, as I mentioned earlier, B-Stock, uh, Decisive, ShipExpress, Synovia, GPS Insight, and I'm sure I'm missing others, and, and for that I apologize. but. I think what you're you're going to hear from both Ben and I is a long-winded way of saying we've been in the space a while. Um, we, we know enough to be dangerous, although we're not operators, and um, we have opinions on where the market is and, and where it's going. Um, so, without kind of further delay or intro, um, Ben, give us your view on where the market is today, and I think we'll have a chance to talk about COVID and what that could mean for the segment going forward. But maybe a level set on your thesis around the broader segment and, and whether that's freight tech or transportation tech or supply chain tech, I think we can just bucket all those together. Uh, there's there's the, the kind of broad scope and the narrow scope. The broad scope is, you know, we're, you know, Dave, you and I got to know each other as we're coming up in the, you know, just after the last recession in uh, 08, 09. Um, and, uh, Thinking about freight technology, we're definitely uh, 
two of maybe a pretty small handful of people looking at this market. And um, over the course of the past 10 years, uh, the market has, has, uh, has really accelerated dramatically in terms of its adoption of new technology, broadly speaking. And I think what's happened is, uh, you know, I spend a lot of, all, all of my time with growth businesses, a whole category of venture, of venture funded businesses has emerged as well. And um, it's, uh, it's been really impressive just to see the emergence of the emergence of this category in the ecosystem uh, in general. There's a huge number of problems to be solved. And, uh, and I think that there's a lot of opportunity out there. Um, where are we today kind of in this, in this macro cycle? Um, is it doesn't, you know, you, if you'd asked me in, in, in April and May, and I remember you and I had a, had a long heart to heart about this back then, um, I'm surprised to say <laughs> that things are, are, things are still going. I think the broader, in the broader venture and, and capital allocation world, um, people are still excited about the mega trends. People are looking through, um, looking through COVID. And, uh, and frankly, in fact, COVID has accelerated uh, a handful of these, uh, a handful of the trends that, that we've been excited about for the past 10 years, um, you know, ranging from e-commerce, different types of packaging of, of, the, of delivery, the, la the whole last mile category has blown up. Um, and, uh, and I think that, uh, I think the, the, that investors, people in, 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 on, on my side of the table, frankly, and sellers, are as excited as ever about the about the opportunities in the freight universe. We, we've uh, been around the same conferences since uh, I was skinny and you had hair. Um, so, yeah, I think we've, we've both seen the evolution a little bit. Um, in terms of themes I know are, are kind of core to, to your thesis, um, I, I think of visibility, you know, kind of driver management, and that can be, you know, products that address the driver shortage, um, you know, workflow tools, et cetera. All those seem to be increasingly important given you know, the, the challenges in the supply chain we've seen coming out of COVID. So with, with that background, you know, kind of what are a couple areas you're excited about as you think about uh, the uptake of software or the continued uptake of software uh, in the supply chain over the next two years or so here? My thesis, um, kind of broadly speaking in tech, in, in, in freight tech, and broadly speaking across uh, what I consider to be slower adopting industries, and this is a highly fragmented industry, in many ways a capital-constrained industry, and for all those reasons, it's relatively slow adopting of technology. Um, I look for companies with a relatively simple product, Simple value proposition and taken taken to market in, in in very highly highly effective and kind of easy to explain ways and that was the insight that frankly that you brought to us with MacroPoint we saw that live um, at uh, at Global Trends and the increased demand for visibility um, ultimately it was a very very simple solution uh, how do I find how do I put my trucks on a map right you could say it in three and five words or how many words that is. Um, Easy to say, incredibly difficult to deliver, um, and ultimately very network-based in terms of in terms of the uh, the way that all that information was procured. Um, kind of, you worked with with Bennett for for years before before you brought him. You, you brought kind of that opportunity to us, and then we worked with him for for the duration of that investment. I think that 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 whole concept of visibility is a great example of of the simplicity of, of that solution. We look for similar similar types of opportunities. I mean, that's what has the ability to break through all of the day-to-day -day operational intensities and the grind 
that truckers are working through, right? Like, how am I supposed to think about trucks on a map when I've got fuel prices and tolls and you know regulatory issues and all these things that are being thrown at me? Not to mention just how do I get from point A to point B? Um, you know, with uh, with with so many kind of modern pressures, uh, kind of on on my organization, you need to have something that's simple, clear, and extremely high value to break through that. And um, frankly, that's one of the reasons we like the toll market, and we, that's one of the reasons we're so excited about getting involved with the folks at Best Pass. Um, you know, the, the, as, as simple as saying, our roads are crumbling. <laughs> we need to raise money for those roads. The way we're going to do that, because taxpayers aren't going to pay for it. And the government certainly isn't going to pay for it. It's going to come out of the out of the driver on the roads, and so tolls are going to rise. And you know, people paying tolls and tolls a pretty complex thing, especially for for coast to coast and multi jurisdiction uh, uh, truckers. And so that was uh, that was a really exciting opportunity for us, and ultimately very very simple in that same vein. We see the same similar opportunities around safety. Kind of how do you take the technology that's permeated the cabs of our trucks and Enable enable kind of greater functionality um, using using relatively using that platform as a, as a jumping off point. I think there's a, there's a, there's a lot that can happen. We're seeing we're seeing that develop, uh, and I think there there's a there's there's a lot a lot a lot more that uh, that that that, uh, that 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 I think these emerging platforms are kind of are gonna are gonna are gonna set up for launch. And I'll, I'll go a little bit off script here, Ben, but I think what you touched on is, is a core to to how I approach the market as well, right? You know, there are still a lot of businesses that are dealing with Excel spreadsheets and fax machines and emails and phone calls to manage delivery of goods and services across the supply chain. So it doesn't necessarily need to be a voice-activated AI technology to address you know, challenges in the supply chain. And that's nothing against anybody who's listening that has a voice-enabled AI engine or anything like that, but um, I think the the point we've made is, and we've you know kind of managed through is, we're still like at the meat and potato stage of addressing some of these challenges across the supply chain, right? And um, small niches can create a lot of value for yourself and other shareholders, and uh, doesn't necessarily need to be a you know ten or twenty billion dollar TAM. It can be a small TAM with a very ferocious user base, right? And you mentioned network effect, and I would add marketplaces to that as well. So. And any kind of commentary response to that? And I, I also think that, and we discovered this with MacroPoint, you know, what we underwrote as a, as a relatively niche TAM is probably 10x larger than we thought it was. Um, and I think that's true across, if we look at, you know, we're, we're broad software investors. We've made 10 investments in, in 10, five, 14 investments across the supply chain. We've made 60 investments overall. And really kind of one of the great themes we've seen is that, you know, Today's niche market, today's $200 million market is, is going to become a billion plus dollar market because what happens is as soon as you have visibility, there's a lot of stuff you want to do with it. You want to figure out how to extrapolate your visibility, provide, provide notifications, provide all kinds of scenario analysis, modeling analysis, optimization analysis. Um, we are, like you said, we're kind of getting out of spreadsheets, but as soon as you get out of spreadsheets, there's a lot more that that, that 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 first step is going to unlock and and that creates time and that creates a lot of opportunity. As we you know, kind of transition to a post-COVID environment, are there a couple themes that you're excited about more so than others? And um, what I'll say before you answer is, look, the, the evolution of the supply chain, we, we've obviously seen um, ebbs and flows the last seven months 
areas where, you know, some would argue that the slide supply chain broke for a moment or two. Um, but I think a lot of the software that you and I spent our time with were key to getting it back up and running or to help it continue to run or help carriers and brokers bob and weave as they needed to move out of different lanes. So I think both of us are big supporters of what technology can do. But you know, absent that, let, let's talk about you know two or three areas that you're more excited about than others going forward. I mean, I'm still just blown away by last mile. I think it's it's a massive opportunity. You know, five years ago, I took a deep dive into last mile technologies. And it was stunning for me to realize, you know, we'd, we'd seen all this value created in the creation of new technology companies in over-the-road freight, right? Omnitracks and, um, you know, there's, there's probably 15 companies north of $200 million in, in enterprise value that, 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 that were born out of the need for greater technology in, in the trucking supply chain, uh, kind of bulk truckload. Last Mile is an enormous market in its own right. And you could maybe list two companies and Amazon. <laughs> Amazon. Amazon is a full stack business that somehow managed to capture all of the value created in last mile logistics. It was a stunning, stunning reality. And now I was just, you know, this, this, this whole, this, I'm going off script as well. I, I just saw a Shopify announced revenues up 100% year over year this quarter. A hundred percent. It's like a staggering number, and I don't understand their multiple. God bless them, but it's a. Uh, I think it's telling of this last mile ecosystem finally starting to develop. I don't know what it's going to look like. There's there's a host of delivery solutions, a host of, um, uh, yeah, last mile delivery, warehousing, uh, and kind of the logistics to create the to create the merchant experience around that. But I think there's just a huge amount of excitement around, you know, anytime you have a business that's going from 500 to a billion dollars of revenue in 12 months, um, there are going to be a lot of a lot of people who benefit from that that type of growth, a lot of different companies. And I think that there's just a lot of uh, that's pretty rich, fertile ground for, for the creation of new businesses. And I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. I'd say, Ben, you know, pick one of two, either, you know, vehicle maintenance or driver management as you know kind of other areas that I know you're spending time in. Vehicle maintenance I think is an incredibly exciting exciting space. You work with the folks over at Decisive. There there are a host of other companies in this market. And again, this is one of these places where there's there's a there's a rich ecosystem of of, uh, of services and uh, and providers uh, uh, to come, but I think that we're by getting visibility into the cab and into vehicle condition, we get access into billions of dollars of spend. That's very uncoordinated today. Um, you know, connecting payments individuals, pay, payments companies, uh, uh, maintenance providers, equipment providers, and the OEMs themselves to to that are all interested in gaining insight into how things are how things are moving over the road. Your clients have taken advantage of that. I think that we're we're in the very early innings of that story. So very exciting stuff. Well, Ben, thanks for joining, and you know, again to the FreightWaves team, Craig, and everybody else. Thanks for having us.